This is The Coacherian, where coaches go to grow. Coacherian, like a terrarium for coaches. It's the pocket-sized podcast for leaders who coach to gain skills and confidence. Welcome to The Coacherian. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Coacherian. If you haven't listened before, we're Wendy, Dana, and Gary, and this is the smallest podcast spread over the longest distance, over 5,000 miles from here in Boise, Idaho, via Dallas to London, England. Now, in each Coacherian episode, we discuss topics related to developing your leadership style and coaching approach. Gary, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about another one of those topics where Gary as a leader wasn't very good at this. But Gary is a coach who's supposed to help other people be very good at this. So we're talking about when you're a leader and you get sick or you have to handle a personal issue away from work, how do you do it? <clears throat> so for me, I wasn't very good at this because um, when I was sick, I would just keep going. And that wasn't a healthy thing to do. So I, I, I wouldn't give that as advice to anybody. But a lot of leaders do feel like that. They feel like... Um, they need to keep going. They need to show leadership for their teams. They can't let people down. But of course, in reality, there's lots of times when you can't keep going. And in the last few years, people that have had COVID, a long COVID, um, you know, as an example, but there's many other things that can that can go on, can mean that it's just not possible or not helpful to keep going. Um, and that's the way to, to burn out and all sorts of problems. And then you start to think about, well, what are the reasons why leaders are not feeling able to step away and you talk to leaders and, and they, they will say well I'm not really sure I trust the team to be able to do it when I'm not here I'm not sure the team would do it the way I would want it to be that's always an interesting flag um, and then as a coach of course when I don't have to think about myself as a leader who never got this very right very much of the time um, I would say well what would happen if you were incapacitated tomorrow? What, happened, what would happen if you were run over by a bus? What would happen if, you know, you were in a had a sports injury that caused you to be laid up in hospital and you didn't have access to a laptop and internet and all those kinds of things? What would happen? And then they go, well, I guess my team would just cope. But I'd feel awful. Go, okay. But now we're in a different conversation. Now we're thinking about what is the capability of your team? And, of course, as a leader, the question you should be asking is, when I'm not sick, how am I setting my team up so that if I were sick, they'd be fine? And then question two is, if they can do it when I'm sick, should they be doing it when I'm not sick so that I can get on and do some other things and we can allow them to step up and develop and grow? So I think the question around when what would happen if a leader is sick is actually a bigger question on how can you delegate more? How can you give more opportunity to your people? How can you trust them more? To step up and, and and progress on what do the two of you you know resonate with or, or disagree with in what i just said oh no i totally agree and i recently have been sick and so this was something that has come up for me and right before i was sick my boss was sick and then it just feels like there's been a lot of illness going around recently and so you know i think this topic is really relevant, especially at the end of the year, over the holidays, I think lots of people get sick. So uh, it's just something we all have to think about. But to your point, it's all in how you approach your team in general. So I have always tried to think that I am working myself out of a job. 
in any job I've been in. So, and what I mean by that is I'm, I'm trying to raise up people that are on the team that can step into my role at some point. And for whatever reason that I step out, whether I take another job or I get sick or, you know, move on or whatever. So I think when we approach it with that standpoint of I'm trying to work myself out of a job, then being sick is just an opportunity to practice that, basically. It just, you know, it's a it's a chance for you to try. Uh, I don't know. How, what do you think about that, Dana? Yeah, I think... Uh, and, and Gary was teasing about this in the beginning, saying he wasn't that good at it. I think that was... I was one of those people have high responsibility. It's like number six. So I was a person that would come to work sometimes when I was sick. Um, but then I had to learn that my body really needed that time to rest. And if I'm doing that, and then my people are seeing me do that, then they think they have to do that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I learned over time, um, you know, I'm taking a sick day today. Or I needed, you know, I need to be with my family member today who's sick or a parent or, and really focus on um, how I was role modeling that. Because if I expected that out of them, and to your point, I, I think, Wendy, you're always developing your people and they should be doing a little, always be wanting to do more. And so being able to give them stretch assignments for when you're gone okay can you take over today I'm going to be out for the next two weeks and it looks like I've got whatever COVID or whatever and as Gary said being ready for that time even when you're not sick just having the that that bench as I call it having your bench ready of being able to do what you do but hopefully you're you're practicing that as you're as you're coaching and being a leader who coaches by giving them opportunities to do things that you normally do um, and see how you can stretch them. So when that time comes, think about what am I role modeling? Am I role modeling that come to work sick or am I role modeling? Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take care of my well-being and my, my mental health and, and stay at home and stay well, because in this hybrid environment, it's people might not know and they might keep going or they might not go and people might not know they're sick. So that's kind of my thoughts there. And I think there's a challenge to leaders here. So the average number of sick days taken, at least here in the UK, at the moment in 2023 is six per person. Is the average number of sick days taken. Uh, normally it's four to five, but obviously with, with post-COVID, there's lots more people that have, that have got long-term health issues. If you're a leader and you look back over the last year and you think, I haven't taken any days sick, question one is, should you have done to maintain your optimal performance in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Number two, if you didn't, was it you being heroic? Was it you not trusting your team to be able to take things on? What was the impact of you taking those sick days? Was it, as you were saying, Dana, that you actually were communicating to your team that they're not allowed to be off sick either if they're ill? Mm-hmm. And I would always say to my team, you know, this is when I reflect back on myself as a leader, I very rarely was off sick. Um, but I always felt very strongly that my team, if they were sick, they should go off. And of course, when I reflect back now, I wonder whether I was creating an artificial expectation of, of, of my team. So, and, and, and that's something that I think leaders have to face into because they think they're doing the right thing by, by keeping battling through. But of course, there's many ways where they're not helping their pe- people develop. They're not showing their team trust. 
to to take on you know additional tasks and it's not just your number two who's going to step into a role it's your number three who's going to step into the role of the number two it's the number four who's going to step into the role of the number three and it's the whole team who are going to suddenly have to operate under what they will perceive as a greater degree of scrutiny because suddenly they're reporting maybe directly into the ceo or directly into a senior director where before they had you as their air cover to have a few days of learning what it feels like to be in that kind of position is no mm. bad thing you know that's where yeah. you learn that's where you grow where sometimes mm-hmm. you have to step up and do that kind of thing and if that's because you're sick well okay that's a good opportunity so i think that it, that is interesting to look back and say in the last year how many days did i take off sick and honestly how many should i have taken off sick what was the right number for me and yeah, are you not I, checking in, right? Because if you're if you're sick and you're you're constantly checking in, they're like, well, why is he checking in all yeah. the time? He should be getting yeah. well, right? How, I don't know. That came to yeah. mind. Wendy, no, I think that's that's a really important thing to point out. Mm-hmm. Uh, our the company that I work for right now does quarterly unplug days, and so every quarter we get a Friday off where we're supposed to unplug and do you know we people post pictures of going for a hike or you know swimming or horseback riding or whatever things that are non not sitting in front of your computer and Mm -hmm. but there's always some people that are tempted to use those days as catch-up days Mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna catch up for work and and whether your company has these official unplugged days or whether it's just your weekends you know, what are we, what tone are we setting for our team when during those off hours, those designated off hours, we are responding to, you know, messages or emails or, uh, you know, if, I mean, one once in a while, of course, that's common. But if this is a pattern that every Saturday and Sunday or every unplugged day or every time we're sick, we're, we're working through all of that. It's just not setting the right tone. Uh, and to, like you said, Gary, we may be telling everyone to do it differently than we're doing it. But if we're, if we're modeling it that way, then that's what they're going to copy. And the last thing I'll say on that is that if you're a CEO and listening to this and you think, I set my budget and my productivity targets for the year. And then when people go off sick, it means that we're likely to miss them. You should, be, you should be budgeting for people taking five sick days a year because mm-hmm. they do, because they're sick sometimes. And mm-hmm. if you create a culture where as soon as you're off sick, you're missing your targets, then you're creating a culture where people don't feel able to be off sick when they're sick. And then the scene leader's not going to take time off. The team are going to watch them and go, I'm not allowed to take time off. And you're actually going to have a team of people that is operating at 70%, 80% of, of full productivity because they're always a bit off because they're not able to take the time they need to maximize their well-being. So when I'm working now with really forward-thinking leaders, they budget in the fact that sometimes people aren't at their best, and that's normal. And over the course of the year, it averages out. It's about five days a year, whatever it is. You need to build that into your budgeting. And many people don't. Yeah. And and if yeah. the leader doesn't take time for sick or, or vacation, that's not good. And the employees see it. And I had a leader like that. And I had to say, you, you need to take some time because this isn't good for you or your family or your team um, because you're not, you're not role modeling that and you're just constantly working. I think he was just escaping 
whatever. But he didn't want to stay at home. And I'm like, no, you got you to gotta get some time to your, go on a vacation, do something. But don't keep being here 24-7, you know, all the time. So think about yourself and, and make sure you're, you're taking that time, regardless if you're not sick, right? Yeah, I, I know a, a younger leader that um, I, she does it differently than I've ever done it. And I, I actually really respect it. She, uh, she knows that, you know, she doesn't always take, I, I don't, I forget how many weeks off she gets a year, maybe it's three weeks a year or whatever. And she knows she's not going to take, you know, three full week vacations. So once a month, she schedules her own little unplug day where she just takes a day off once a month. And, you know, she said, this is my well-being day. This is what I need to, you know, it just really helps me to have that three-day weekend. Or if I can schedule it at when we already have a holiday, it's a four-day weekend. And uh, and I think there is a difference in the generations on how we approach this type of thing. And I, I really appreciate her proactivity in that regard. So, yeah. Any other closing thoughts for either of you? My, well, one more thought is the self-employed freelancers the gig economy people who take no sick days because every day is lost mm. revenue you still get sick mm. so think about that's right again what do you need to be able to be at your best every day when you are at work sometimes and it's hard but sometimes when you're really sick you do have to take the time off and that's difficult so again plan ahead when it's only you what would happen if you were genuinely so sick that you couldn't work what would you do plan ahead so it's not a surprise when you get there yeah, that's a great. a great parting thought. Thank you, Gary. Well, just quickly before we finish here, most listeners don't yet follow the podcast. Every additional follower we get helps us to raise the profile of the podcast so we can bring you more episodes. So if you can do one thing for us today, then please hit that follow button to get updated whenever we put new content live. But if you can do a second thing for us today, could you share this podcast with a friend? Thanks for listening and tune in next time. Bye, Gary. Bye, Dana. Thanks, Wendy. Bye. Thanks, Dana. See you soon. Thanks, Wendy. This has been another episode of The Coacherium. Follow, like, and subscribe to our content to receive updates on future episodes. Join us again soon in The Coacherium.